1: free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on that's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: On today's episode of locked on A's, I am talking about the Bob Melvin situation. What's happening for the A's who could replace Bob Melvin nobody honestly but who could who's going to try at the very least to replace him in the A's dugout all that a little bit more I'll give you guys World Series updates which will be uh, outdated by the time you guys hear this but you'll get World Series updates so that's what we got coming up for you guys on Locked on A's let's get into it You are Locked on A's Your daily Oakland A's podcast Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 376 of the Lockdown A's Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's episode, who could replace Bob Melvin? We're going to talk about that. What th- what might that Bob Melvin move signal for the rest of the offseason? There's a bunch of different avenues. N- most none of them are good. Most none. That's great words, Jason. Um, and then also, what the big, we're going to talk about the ballpark situation, because that is the, the main focus of this offseason, given the crappiness that will probably ensue for the the other months, let's make sure we get a ballpark. So we're going to talk about all that, and also World Series updates, as promised, in the cold open. So that's what we got coming up for you guys on today's show. Uh, thank you guys so much for making Locked On your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. Also, make sure to follow us. Uh, you know, wherever you like to hear podcasts, subscribe to the podcast. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel where, uh, we do a lot of things. If you're on the YouTube channel, you know what I dressed up as for Halloween and, uh, it's a, it's a monster. Ah, so, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Find out. How I was a monster. <laughs> and then uh, make sure to follow us on social media at Lockdown A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter and in the Spotify Greenroom app. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to lockedonathletics at gmail.com. So let's start off the episode by pontificating. Who? Don't get to use that word very often. Pontificating. Am I using it right? I don't know. Um, let, let's... What's coming up next for the A's? What does the Bob Melvin move signal what could be coming forward for the Oakland A's and their offseason? It's basically agreed upon that uh, it's probably not going to look good. They're probably going to start trimming salary. uh, And some of the beat reporters are saying, this is just a salary-dumping move and cuts are coming. And that is probably true. How deep are the cuts going to go? That is the, the big question right now. Uh, I, for me, if you're going to start making cuts and you're going to trade Olsen, you may as well trade everybody, I think. Um, or if you're going to trade one or two starters, you may as well trade everybody because that, that's a, that's a lot. This, this team is a sum of their parts. And if you start taking out a couple of the key cogs, everything falls apart. So that's going to be a big question that needs to be answered. How deep are they going? Might. Initial guess as of right now on uh, on Halloween as we sit here, uh, offseason has not begun yet. And so that was a, a fun thing, a, or a fun uh, side note from the Bob Melvin news was, the offseason hasn't started. Things shouldn't be happening yet, baseball. But they are. Uh, he's already lost the manager. So fun offseason, right? It isn't even the offseason yet. We're already just getting rolled over. Anyways, so my list of guys that I think would be on the move for the A's this offseason would be Matt Olson, whose value has never been higher. The A's could replenish their farm system by just trading Matt Olsen and, and keeping everybody else, but that's not cutting enough salary for, uh, you know, good old Johnny Fisher boy, Johnny boy. I didn't know if you guys would know if I it, who I meant if I just said Johnny boy. So Johnny Fisher boy. Um, and then I also got Frankie Montas, whose value has also never been higher. He stayed healthy a whole season. Outside of a couple of blow-up starts, he was one of the best pitchers in baseball. Uh, he had, what, like a 2-5 ERA? Is that what I said before? Like a 2-5 ERA if you take out, like, the three blow-up starts. And he ended up with a 3-5 ERA. So, pretty solid guy. And uh, you get another pitching coach in there that shows him how to use other things. There's, you know, Send him to the Tampa Bay Rays. He's going to have, like, a, a an 078 ERA on the season. He'd be ridiculous. He'd also probably get hurt because everybody on the Rays gets hurt. But... Beside the point. Uh, Also, Chris Bassett is on that list. I think that he really had his coming out party in 2021. He was he made his name a little bit more known in 2020. And uh, he he showed people what he could do, but there were still a lot of doubters coming into the 2021 season. I was also questioning, I was like, what are we going to be getting from Chris Bassett? He showed us who the hell he is. And he was the ace of the A's staff. I know that the A's don't have, you know, Garrett Cole and all the big name pitchers, but they have guys on this pitching staff. Chris Bassett was one of those main guys. He was absolutely fantastic in 2021. I think that he has a lot of value on the trade market. They might, other teams may view him as a number two or number three. Probably shouldn't. I think the should probably go out and get number one re- return if they're going to trade him. And then you got Chamanaya, who could be a number two or a number three, maybe a number three in a deeper li- or a deeper uh, rotation, maybe a number four if he's going to like the Chicago White Sox, but. They, they've got those are their four main cogs that have one or two years left of team control for Bassett and Mania. It's one year for Montas and Olsen, It is two years, and I think that would replenish the farm system in and of itself. Just trading those four guys and could the A's still compete with who they still have on the roster? Maybe it it could depend on some of the players that they get back and. I don't think that they would be going after guys that have a quick turnaround time. Like, not triple A guys. They're going for like low A, maybe double A guys. Uh, I, I don't think that it's going to be a quick turnaround. I think that they want to give it a couple years and really start building for when, whenever they happen to be in a new ballpark. So, um, whether that's in Oakland or elsewhere, still up in the air. Hopefully, it's in Oakland. And hopefully this is the last rebuild that we're facing if we are in fact facing a rebuild the one thing the one thing that i've said this all off season that could be the saving grace for the oakland days this offseason is that looming cba because we do not know what's going to be in it yet uh, it was already floated it, it was rejected but it was floated by the owners to have a salary floor as soon as 2022 it according to the cba so could that be something that gets added? And if it gets added, is it going to be a hundred million dollars out of the gate? Uh, I had one person uh, in my in my mentions at Locked On A's say, "Yeah, I mean, if they." Institute the salary floor, then they'd probably do it on a rising scale. So it wouldn't be $100 off the gate because that would inflate player values. And that is a great point. Um, so could it be $85 million? Could it be $80 million? What what would the salary floor be if there is one instituted? And how does that affect the A's offseason plans? Because right now, I, I said that there are uh, payrolls right around $87 to $88 million, somewhere in there and that's without that's with a lot of holes to fill right now that's with arbitration estimates and uh you know filling all of the holes that they do have with uh, major league minimum guys that's that's what we're looking at right now but uh if they go out and trade some guys then are they going to be down to 40 million dollars 50 million dollars how are they going to be making up the, the money that they need to to hit the salary floor that that would be the interesting part and if they had to, if they were going to trade, you know, Shamanai, who's owed roughly ten million dollars, if they were going to trade him, would they think twice about it? Because if you move him, then you're like, all right, well, how do we make up this money? We're not just going to be handing out, you know, extensions. Who's going to want to resign here right now? What? How do they make up the, the the difference? Is what I'm really, really curious about right now. So because of that and the uncertainty, maybe they're like, ah, eh, we could. You know, trade, you know, all four of these guys and save a bunch of money and then get so, get a bunch of really good prospects. And maybe that's what they want to do. And then they can go out and sign some other free agents, which could be what they actually end up doing. Go out and I, I forget if it's Corey Dickerson or the guy that I always think is Corey Dickerson. Uh, one of them is a free agent. Go get like a veteran guy who is decent. He's okay. And maybe you can trade him for something like the Cubs did with Jock Peterson, this trade deadline. Go get somebody like that, flip him at the deadline, and uh, Give them, you know, six or seven million dollars, and maybe that's how they get up to the salary floor, and they keep going with their plan to trade guys away. Maybe that's what is in store for the Oakland days this offseason. season. It, it wouldn't be a bad plan, honestly. Go about with what you want to do, adjust to the CBA as you need to, sign a big free agent if you have to, overpay for him if you need to, but you know, you, you just trade them at the deadline, get more prospects because. I assume that the, the window isn't going to be next year. It's probably going to be in the next three or four years. We're going to be looking at a little bit of a rebuild if they do decide to tear it down. So lots of questions and uh, lots of th- lots of wheels in or you know, m- plates, spinning spinning plates. That's what I'm going with right now. There's a lot of things that need to be answered to answer the initial question, which is what are the A's going to do this offseason? So that is the breadth of it. Uh, I, I do believe that they are going to be trading... Probably those four guys. That's what I would do. Uh, I, I did obviously did not include Matt Chapman, and that is because his value was a little bit lower. Um, just because uh, I, I assu- his perceived value in my eyes is lower because his 2021 season was not great. But I did have the uh, Locked On Mets host reach out to me about maybe doing a crossover where he, he pitches me some ideas for Matt Chapman. And I was like, so... That might be something that we do later in the week. I'll let you guys know, but uh, I, I don't think that the A's wouldn't trade Matt Chapman. I think that they want to get fair value for Matt Chapman because of the superstar that he has the potential to be, and they don't want to sell him when his value is low when they're trying to rebuild. That wouldn't make any sense. So that's, uh, that's all that. So coming up on the show, I'm going to be talking about a couple of names that have been floated that could be replacing Bob Melvin in the manager seat in Oakland. So stay locked in with Locked on A's and I'll be right back. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment that you love without the hassle, and that great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That is directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow our new YouTube channel. Uh, We're at Locked On A's on on YouTube. Uh, You can also follow us at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Also, thank you guys so much for making Locked On A's your first listen each and every day. We're free and available. On all platforms, including YouTube. But let's talk about some of Bob Melvin's replacements. Also, if you're not on YouTube, I didn't give you guys a World Series update. So, if you're listening to the podcast, it is now five to four Braves who lead the series three to one. It is five to four Braves top of the fourth. So, uh, this game's not going to be over by the time I am done recording. But eh, you guys will have an idea. You'll get to see me react to the score not changing in real time. <laughs> All right, but let's talk about a couple of replacements, a couple of names that have been floated to replace Bob Melvin. First name on the board, not going to be a big surprise, and that's Mark Kotze, who has been the bench coach for the A's uh, under Bob Melvin. And uh, according to John Heyman, who is a person who has people that talk to him, uh, he's an MLB insider if you want to get specific. Uh, he did report that Mark Katze will be in the running, so he'll at least get an interview. We don't know uh, how serious the A's would be about bringing Mark on, but he makes a lot of sense. Mark Katze makes a lot of sense. The other name that has been clamored for, and Mark Katze is the only one that I've seen reported as being in the running for the position, so the other name here is speculation and somebody that a lot of fans have been clamoring for, and that is Ron Washington, and he has, a, he has an interesting past. He has a convoluted past. He has a past with the Ace. But he also has some other things going on uh, as well. And he has not been a manager since, I believe, uh, the Texas Rangers back uh, 10 years ago. So it's been a while. He could definitely... He's definitely earned a spot as a manager in a big league, uh, you know, farm. No. He's earned, the, he's earned the position if he wants it. But for some reason... Teams have not wanted to take that chance. He's also a little bit on the older side. Uh, think Tony Larusa, and that could be something that the A's n- may not necessarily want. Between his past and his age, maybe that's something, and maybe they want to go with a more analytical person like a Gabe Kapler, who worked wonders for the San Francisco Giants just across the bay. Maybe they're looking more in that realm. Maybe we haven't necessarily heard of the person that's going to be uh, taking over the job. Maybe it's uh, Mike Schilt. I think he got fired. Maybe it's or Jace Tingler. I don't like these names, but but Mark Katze is the one that makes the most sense. He's been there, and depending on what the A's do, I think that that's going to have a big influence on the direction that they want to head. Is going to have an influence on this hire. I also don't know that this hire is going to be here very long because once the A's start, once their window starts opening again, assuming that they trade people and that they're going into a rebuild kind of a session right now. Assuming that, I think that this could be a two to three year job at most uh, for whoever the A's hire, even if it is Mark Kotze, uh probably especially if it is Ron Washington. Um, the one nice thing about Ron Washington being an option, I guess, if if he was if he was an option would be he is very, very good at teaching the fundamentals. And that is something that I think that a lot of young players, as the A's are getting their next wave of players, because uh, we don't know if they're going to have you know Olsen and Chapman and some of the vet- the veterans, you might want a voice like Ron Washington there to teach the fundamentals because he's worked wonders on Marcus Simeon. He's done a lot of... Uh, they were showing video of him with Ozzy Albies with Atlanta. He knows how to communicate and how to get make guys better defensively. And that could be a nice... Way to start rebuilding is just building up the defense and then you get everything else to follow from there. So that would be the the reason for him. Mark Kotze knows everybody. I I don't know how he'd be as a manager because he hasn't done it yet. He has no track record that I uh, am aware of, except for, you know, filling in for Bob Melvin when he got uh, tossed out. But uh, can't really make a lot of that because... Usually managers just call the game from the clubhouse anyway, so it doesn't matter. So those are the main two options right now. I'm I'm not really good at naming, oh yeah, this guy would be great for the A's. It, no, it's not really my thing. I, we've had Bob Melvin for 10 years. I, I don't pay attention to managerial hires until they happen, and then I'm like, oh, well, what's this guy about? And you kind of just see what they're like once they get the job, and then you can start judging them. But hearing a name and seeing what they do. Because you know, Gabe Kapler sucked. He was not great in Philadelphia. He's been much, much better with the Giants. So sometimes change the scenery. Bob Melvin was not good with the Diamondbacks. He was pretty dang good with the with the Oakland A's. So it, it doesn't really matter. It, track record doesn't necessarily mean much. A.J. Hinch sucked with whoever he was with. Uh, was he with the Diamondbacks, too? And then, uh, he got to the cheating team, they cheated, and he was really, really good. Now he's with the Tigers, and they are apparently gonna be decent, so track record doesn't mean a whole lot necessarily it's all about finding the right fit for the team and that is what i think that the a's should be looking for uh what direction do they want to go and do they want somebody who's going to be grooming young players do they want somebody who's going to be a little bit more uh, tough like a buck, buck walter who's gonna not use his closer in the right situation um what are they looking for? And I think that that's going to be most telling to us. And once we hear some names, I'll make an idea. Or uh, I'll make a pick. But for right now, those are the two names that I know. And meh, they're fine. I don't think that the manager of the next competing Oakland A's team is necessarily out there just yet. They may have to make themselves known. And uh, yeah, we'll see. But hey, why not match Stairs? Bring bring Matt Stairs back down from, uh, from Canada. That's what I want. That's that's Jason's pick, Matt Stairs. Make it happen, everybody. Internet. If you guys haven't tuned into the podcast before, I love Matt Stairs. He used to play for the A's. I know he's probably more well-known as a Philly. I love Matt Stairs. I want to see more Matt Stairs in my life. Get him to Oakland now and give him whatever he wants. Uh <laughs> All right, uh, coming up, I'm talking about the, the stadium because that is what we really need to be pay- paying attention to this winter. So uh, stay locked in with Locked On A's, and I will be right back. Did you know that built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. And when you talk to a built Bar fan like myself, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you have not had a built Bar before you guys are missing out some of the flavors that 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 they have in their core packaging here you got coconut cherry barcia which is my favorite you got raspberry mint brownie double chocolate salted caramel strawberry orange cookies and cream and german chocolate my favorite flavor gotta be cherry barcia they're always sending me new bars too blueberry muffin delicious coconut uh coconut brownie chunk abs best one best one available if you see coconut brownie chunk on their website you you go buy that box but if you don't you can go ahead and get a mix box where you get two of each of their nine flavors and uh, it's a nice little 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 trial pack so if you're unsure about more Mixed box, definitely the way to go. And in each built Bar, you're getting 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories from 130 to 180, only 4 or 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 or 5 grams of net carbs. They're all amazing flavors. They're all tasty. They're all healthy. And they are all available at built.com. And when you use the promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. And if you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, so let's, let's talk about the big news and that is the A's ballpark situation. Last week on Tuesday, the city or the uh, county of Alameda voted to just join. They're they're now on board with the ballpark situation here and, uh, we're going to see what happens. It looks like positive signs or positive progress has been made in the last few months. This has been wonderful. And if you want the A's to stay in Oakland, that is great. Uh, Quick side note: I was at work today, and I had a Met shirt on, uh, sweatshirt because it's comfy. You guys, if you're on, if you've seen it on YouTube, you, you know what I'm talking. It's a very comfy sweater, and I also had my AZ on, and because uh, that's that's just how I roll. I, I mix teams all the time. I'm terrible like that. Uh, My wife makes fun of me. Anyways, uh, and the guy was like, hey, are you a Mets fan? I'm like, I'm actually an A's fan. I like baseball. The Mets colors are cool. It's a comfy sweater. And so we started talking about baseball. And he said that he's from New York, grew up a Mets fan. Now that he's here, he's an A's fan. Uh, He likes both teams, but uh, he's he's an A's fan. And he has an 18-month-old child and... He, he hasn't decided whether or not to indoctrinate them into the the entirety of being an A's fan because he doesn't know that they're going to be here. And uh, I, I told him, same. I, I am also expecting a child, and I have not gone too hard into getting them A's clothes yet because I, I don't know. Are the A's going to be here? How would that make me feel if they do leave? I, I don't know. So that, for me, I, I know that I can get through another rebuild. I've done three or four of them in my lifetime. It's fine. that I remember. In the last twenty years, I've done three or four of these. Uh, th- there have been more, but I wasn't necessarily like hmm, cognizant of those. Um, and so I can get through those. Can I get through the team moving? I don't know. I'm not a. I'm. I didn't grow up a Raiders fan. I'm not really a big hu- I'm not a big football fan. So uh, I haven't had to deal with that. Uh, some of you are and may already have that answer for yourselves uh because you've been through it and you know that you could still root for this team even if the a's moved to vegas or if they you know stayed obviously you would say uh you know root for them um maybe you'd move to vegas because you know both your teams are there now i don't know how how does that go let me know in the comments <laughs> but i don't know personally and i know that there's a lot of A's fans out there that uh, also don't necessarily like football, but love baseball and love the Oakland A's because of just everything, their history, just everything involved. And so for me, the ballpark situation is the big deal this offseason. And I'm going to talk about it as as often as there is news or thoughts that come into my head. So that's definitely going to be something that I talk about here on the podcast. So uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. We'll also be talking about all, the, all of the transactions that these are likely to make. And uh, breaking down the prospects that they get in return. If if that's what happens, we'll be talking about it. Uh, I have also talked to Arm Layton of uh, Locked On MLB Prospects. He's fantastic. He's been on the show before, a friend of the program. And uh, we're, we haven't set a time yet. But hopefully, on Monday, we're going to be talking. And uh, that would be Tuesday's episode, I believe. Just going over, hey, if the A's traded this guy, what kind of a prospect package are we talking here? Who are some names in the... It, it, on the current top 100 list, that you would be looking for the A's to go after, if they're going to trade Maddelson or Chris Bassett or you know the, the four guys that I mentioned, basically, what packages we're gonna we're gonna play a little bit of fun. We're gonna play a little bit of fun. That's it, that's a hey, Jason's words not working today. <laughs> we're gonna have a little bit of fun and just play what if. What if this happens? Who would they be looking at? And then uh, maybe later in the week I'll trade matt chapman to the mets and uh see what ryan finkelstein wants to offer me because uh, i don't think that i've talked to ryan on a podcast before so uh that'll be a fun thing so this is gonna be what we talk about for a while because one it's interesting to me um and two what else should i talk about we don't we don't know what who's going to be on the team right now, so it's not like I'm going to be previewing a lot. Ah, eh, look, Mark Hanna's gone. Starling Marte's gone. Anybody that's a free agent, they're gone. Guys that are arbitration eligible and are going to be making a decent amount of money, probably gone. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I'm still slightly hopeful that the CBA makes them spend a little bit of money, but... Who knows at this point? Um, it's going to be an interesting offseason, and uh, we're going to definitely have some takes for you. So uh, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you guys like to hear podcasts. And, uh, you know, hope and pray, I guess, that the A's stay in Oakland and some progress is made in that regard. But uh, before I get out of here, it is now 5-4, to four, top of the fifth. Braves still hang on to a one-run one run lead and maybe... Just maybe by the time this is posted, we will have new World Series champions and you will have a Locked On Now video of me just cackling into a microphone because I think that that would be hilarious. Um, all right. But that's all that I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for making Locked On Ace your first listen of the day. Now go make Locked On MLB with Sully your second listen. If we have new World Series champs, I know what he's talking about. And if we don't... He's probably talking about the World Series anyway. So uh, go listen to Lo- uh, Locked On MLB with Sully. They're free and available on all podcast platforms. And I usually don't plug his YouTube because they-, they didn't ask me to. But I will say, if you go follow his YouTube page, you also get the Locked On Now insiders. Uh, I produced one of these a couple days ago. And you have uh, the the host of the of- the Locked On Now Insiders thing. And then you also have former MLB, uh, not All-Star, but you know, he's an MLB veteran, Gordon Beckham, giving his insights into the games that they are talking about. And right now it's, it's the World Series. So if you want to see some of that stuff, go subscribe to the Locked On MLB YouTube page. It's got some good content over there. But that's all that I got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, Oakland, and I will talk at you tomorrow.